Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network presents coverage of your favorite local teams, the Badgers, Bears, Cougars, Rough Riders, Eagles, and Wranglers. This is Talking Central Arizona Sports with me, Torrance Stunham. Winter sports came to an end for high school teams in the area on Friday, and college teams are nearing the end of their seasons as well. Meanwhile, spring sports are in action across both levels, so there's a lot to cover on this week's show. Let's begin with the final team that was left standing in the winter sports high school playoffs, the Prescott Boys basketball team. Playing on Friday against number 3 seed Deer Valley on the road in the Elite Eight of the conference playoffs, the number 6 seed Badgers were hurt by a barrage of three-pointers by Deer Valley in the fourth quarter as a historic season for Prescott came to an end with a 64-50 loss. The atmosphere was great and mirrored that of a championship game. Those in attendance were given quite a show for most of the game. A six-point advantage for number 6 seed Prescott High School two minutes into the game was the largest lead for either side in a first half that featured six lead changes before the Skyhawks entered the locker room up by four points. Deer Valley turned up the heat coming out of the break, opening on an 8-2 run that included three consecutive three-point field goals as the Skyhawks earned the first breathing room of the game with a lead of 10 points. Prescott High School clawed back and dwindled the Deer Valley advantage back down to two points with six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. However, Deer Valley would once again find success from beyond the arc and drained four consecutive three-pointers to push the lead back up to double digits with four minutes to go. The Badgers wouldn't get any closer than eight points as Deer Valley earned the win. Here's Prescott head coach Travis Stedman's thoughts after the game. Uh, you know, honestly, that should have been a state championship game. <laughs> we should have been playing that next Thursday, but unfortunately, that wasn't the case. And they're a competitive basketball team. They make you accountable for a lot of stuff. They make you responsible for a lot of stuff. And, you know, it's a one-point game, and then all of a sudden, they knock down three straight threes and three straight possessions and spread the game back up to ten. And, you know, that was kind of the, the nail in the coffin at that point, and we were trying to dig ourselves out. And that rough stretch at the end of the fourth quarter, and there was a stretch there in the third quarter where we gave up three straight threes. And, you know, when you leave a good team and they can knock some shots down and we forget our responsibility, we put ourselves in a bad spot. He added the difference in the second half was Deer Valley shooting the ball much better and being a bit tougher than the Badgers down the stretch. They hit their free throws. We missed our free throws. Um, you know, there was a scrum. And we won the scrum, and then they won on a 9-0 run. And so it was – it just they, – they hit the shots when they needed to, and honestly, we missed shots tonight. We missed a lot of shots tonight. We turned the ball over uncharacteristically too. Despite the loss, the season for the Prescott Badgers goes down as the best in recent history. The Badgers put themselves on the map in Arizona high school basketball with an appearance in the Open State Playoff and the Elite Eight of the Conference Playoffs, along with going 15-1 in conference play during the regular season and winning the Grand Canyon region for the first time since 2001. Here's Prescott High School junior guard Uriah Tanet on the importance of that. Just being a small town out of an hour outside of Phoenix, you know, that's huge for our, uh, for our little town out there. And uh, it just means a lot for them. Next season is looking promising for the Badgers, as the team will most likely return 10 of the 12 players on the roster, including leading scorers Tanette and Zane Gall for their senior year, with the experience of multiple playoff games under their belt. 
The full game story with photos from Friday can be seen on SignalsAZ.com. Meanwhile, Deer Valley advanced to beat number two seed Mesquite 51-48 in the semifinal and now plays number four seed Saharo for the 4A championship on Thursday night. With winter sports wrapped at the high school level, let's talk spring sports as baseball is back. The Badgers baseball team had quite the night in surprise on Monday as they scored nine runs in the ninth inning to beat the Paradise Honors Panthers 12-3. Despite not trailing for the entire game, the Prescott Badgers were walking the high wire throughout the game that lasted more than three hours. The Panthers had a runner reach base in each of the first seven innings, five of which a runner made it to third base. But Prescott was able to hold Paradise Honors, as the Panthers were forced to strand runners at third base with less than two outs in the first, second, and sixth innings, as well as leaving the bases loaded in the third inning. Here's Prescott head coach Barry Tolley on the importance of that. Those are clutch moments where they can take advantage and really take the momentum of the game. And by stranding them there, shortening those innings for us on defense, they put us in a position to do what we did, hang in there until we had an opportunity to really take the lead. So those innings made all the difference. We wouldn't have been in extra innings if we give up any one of those runs. The offense wasn't clicking on all cylinders for Prescott just yet, as the team's runs through eight innings came on a two-run home run, in the third inning off the bat of senior Ryan Elliott, and the other on a throwing error in the fourth inning. Paradise Honors finally cashed in on scoring opportunities with two runs in the fifth inning on a pair of productive outs after runners reached second and third base with nobody out. The Panthers then tied the game in the seventh inning, the final inning of regulation in high school baseball, and was threatening to win the game. Prescott sophomore Travis Gates was tasked with pitching while the winning run was at third base, With one out, Gates struck out the next hitter and forced a pop-up to end the threat. Here's what Gates said about how he succeeded in that moment. You just got to kind of act like that guy isn't there and, you know, attack the hitter and try to pitch for a strikeout. You know, you don't want to give up that run. That's really crucial, you know, especially in this game when, you know, you're later innings and you, you know, it's that guy could probably score and win the game. So that's what I thought to myself. Just go out there and shove and try to get a strikeout and then get the two outs and let your defense work, you know. To go along with the win after pitching three monumental innings of scoreless baseball while striking out two and not allowing a base runner, Gage was also a hero in the team's massive ninth inning explosion. With the bases loaded and two outs, Gage drew a walk to give Prescott back the lead. That opened the floodgates as the next six batters reached on three hits and three walks to put the game well out of reach. It was the second win in as many games for the Badgers to open the season, but the final score for this game doesn't tell the whole story like the team's 15-3 win against Peoria last week. Tolley said battles like this game are important for the team early in the season. It's extremely important. That's one thing we talk about is these situations that we're going through and learning from now, places that we even failed in this game, where we need to be able to take advantage of that, you know, come playoff time. And these, uh, when you play a quality opponent like them, you got to be able to take advantage of those situations. And we believe we'll be in that situation again. So learning from that today is everything. The things that went well and the things that we could have done better. Playing their first game at home on Wednesday, the Badgers weren't able to come away with the victory in that one as they lost to Arcadia 4-1 and fall to 2-1 on the young season. Up next is another home game as the Badgers host Seton Catholic Prep at 4 p.m. on Friday. We'll get caught up with high school teams as spring sports are underway along with checking scores with college sports. 
But before that, this show is brought to you in part by Yavapai Plumbing and Heating. Spring sports are here, but winter weather can still return, so it's important to have your heating all checked out and ready to go so you aren't left in the cold. Give them a call to make sure everything is looking good and you are ready. All the info you need is at ypeinc.com. That's ypeinc.com. Okay, let's get caught up with the rest of the teams in the area with the whip around. Staying with Prescott as the softball team beat Paradise Honors 1-0 on Monday but fell to Arcadia on the road Wednesday 6-3. In the win on Monday, senior RJ Para tossed a complete game shutout allowing two hits and two walks while striking out nine. The Badgers at 2-1 host Saguaro on Thursday at 4 p.m. and are back on Friday against Seton Catholic Prep on the road at 3 p.m. The boys' tennis team on Tuesday beat Cactus 5-4 to move to 2-0 overall. Up next is a home game against Lee Williams on Thursday at 3.30 p.m. The girls' tennis team is also a perfect 2-0 to begin the season after beating Cactus at home on Tuesday 8-1. They play Lee Williams on the road Thursday at 3.30 p.m. The boys' volleyball team begins this season on Thursday as they host Estrella Foothills at 5.30 p.m. The team then hosts Odyssey Institute on Friday at 5.30 p.m. The boys' and girls' track and field teams will compete in the Buckeye Lions Invitational on Saturday. On to Bradshaw Mountain as the baseball team is starting off the season struggling, losing to Estrella Foothills 7-1 on Tuesday and Saguaro 10-0 on Wednesday. They'll look to get it right at home on Friday against Paradise Honors at 3.45 p.m. The Bradshaw softball team, after beginning the season with an 11-0 win against Estrella Foothills on Tuesday, fell to Saguaro on Wednesday 9-8. In the win against Estrella Foothills at home, senior Amory Soriano had four hits and drove in four while also hitting a home run. The team plays Paradise Honors on the road Friday at 6 p.m. The boys' tennis team shut out Post and Butte 9-0 on Tuesday to move to 2-0 on the young season. Up next is a home game against Independence on Thursday at 3.30 p.m. The girls' tennis team fell to Post and Butte 7-2 on Tuesday to drop to 1-1 overall as they play Independence on the road Thursday at 3.30 p.m. The boys' volleyball team opened the season with a 3-0 loss to ALA West Foothills on Tuesday. They will compete in the Owl Invitational 2024 on Friday and Saturday. The boys and girls track and field teams will compete in the small school invite at Perry High School on Saturday. Over to Chino Valley as the Cougars baseball team opened the season with a 13-3 loss to Payson at home on Tuesday. They'll look to get in the win column on the road Thursday against Winslow at 3.45 p.m. The softball team fell to Winslow on Tuesday 16-3 and are 0-2 on the season. Up next is a home game against Snowflake on Friday at 3 p.m. The golf team competes against Baghdad at 2 p.m. Thursday at the Antelope Hills Golf Course, while the boys and girls track and field teams take part in the Banners Sports Medicine Invitational on Friday. On to college as the Embry-Riddle Eagles women's basketball team ended the regular season with a 69-59 loss to Antelope Valley on the road. After a 16-12 season going 14-6 in conference play, the Eagles play Westcliff on the road Saturday at 4.30 p.m. as part of the CalPAC Women's Basketball Championship opening round. The men's basketball team ended the season with a 87-64 loss to Antel Valley and went 8-19 overall on the season, 7-13 in the conference play. The baseball team went 2-1 over the weekend against Antelope Valley, winning Friday's game 15-5 and game one of a doubleheader on Saturday 6-3 before losing game two of the doubleheader 13-11. 
In the 15-5 win, Owen Kane drove in four runs on two hits. The Eagles are 7-8 overall and 2-1 in the conference as they get set to play a pair of doubleheaders against La Sierra beginning at 11 a.m. on Thursday and then again on Friday also beginning at 11 a.m. The softball team is back in action after a small break as they host back-to-back doubleheaders against Park Gilbert on Friday and Saturday with Friday's action getting started at 2 p.m. and Saturday's at noon. The team is 6-7 overall. Ending with the Yavapai College Rough Riders as the end of the regular season for the men's basketball team is nearing. The team plays two road games against Cochise beginning at 7.30 p.m. on Friday and 4 p.m. on Saturday. The Rough Riders then host Chandler Gilbert at 7.30 p.m. on Tuesday to wrap things up in the regular season. The team is 11-16 overall and 4-12 in conference play. The women's basketball team, meanwhile, lost both games to Central Arizona over the weekend to fall to 5-22 overall and 5-15 in the conference. They also end the regular season with two road games against Cochise over the weekend and then a home game against Chandler Gilbert on Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. The softball team lost both games of a doubleheader on Tuesday against number 3 Phoenix, losing game 163 and game 2-9-1, as they are still looking for their first win of the new season at 0-7. The team hosts Scottsdale for a doubleheader on Saturday beginning at noon. Finally, the baseball team, after losing both games of a doubleheader against Arizona Western at home over the weekend, split a doubleheader against South Mountain on the road Tuesday. At 8-10 overall and 2-6 in the conference, the Rough Riders host Eastern Arizona for a doubleheader beginning at noon on Saturday. That does it for this week's show. I'm Torrance Dunham, and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports, part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. We'll see you back here next week for more recaps as the beginning of the spring sports season rolls on.